finally. You got my extremely profane text message, however. That was in preparation. Preparation for the the craziness. I guess it was pretty profane, but it wasn't quite profane enough. Given the subject matter? Yeah. I mean, I wasn't beating anybody to death or raping anybody. Or, you know, being a robot wheelchair guy while saying it. <laughs> I believe uh, his technical classification is Cyborg Latino Mafia. Talk about handy capable. Holy <laughs> crap. Yeah, he's really showing us that nobody's going to keep him down. He's all like, don't tell Why me. Why are you what even I in a wheelchair? <laughs> yeah, they rebuilt your cyborg? hand and your neck. They couldn't give you legs? Like, what? Sorry, we could we run out of money? Your legs. <laughs> yeah, actually, he was like, man, I spent all this money this on this sweet robot eye. He's going to buy me the sweetest robot legs ever. <laughs> and then I'll be able to choke people from a standing position. As soon as I sell all this cocaine. Levantase. Yeah, levanta me? Well, levantase is like it stands up. Oh, the robot legs stand yeah. you up. Be, everything is like voice operated. I don't know what yeah. choke is. So it's like you know, following in the in the footsteps of Natal and <laughs> the Microsoft Xbox. He'll be like, "Legs stand." Yeah. It's like, well, cyborg technology has advanced a lot, but it, not we're still not quite much. there. Do we want to give some run in? Let people know the score. Maybe we should. Uh, Answer a couple questions. I got a, I got a few that I think we could just shoot out there real quick. All right, let's do it. Like Rapid Mitch fire. R from autocrossbow N- questions, North Dakota. What? It Mitch R. Wait, they have computers in North Dakota? No. Well, they have one. It's an Apple IIe. <laughs> they have it at his elementary school. <laughs> because. It's got Mitch, a bison sticker on the side of it. I'm going to ask this question of yours, and there's one side that I firmly hope you're on, and that question is mayo or Miracle Whip on a turkey sandwich? Neither. Don't ruin that sandwich. Okay, Joel, this was not expected. This is fast karate strife. No, he likes Miracle Whip. No. If I had to not. choose, it's definitely mayo. Yes. I don't use Miracle well, that was the I'm not going to use end. the fake version of mayo. Mir- Mayo's gross enough. I don't need like fake mayo. Assholes. Tastes like cow assholes that they put fake sugar on. Do you even have to refrigerate Miracle Whip? If you do not, that is unnatural. Let us look up the exact composition of Miracle Whip. Uh, first ingredient, nasty. Second ingredient, <laughs> shit. No, seriously, <laughs> actual shit. <laughs> Third ingredient. It's not even just regular. It's nasty. It's like this is like some diarrhea stuff. Some of that regular old poo. We gotta make it creamy. During the Great Depression, sales of mayonnaise were dropping, so Kraft developed a new dressing similar to mayonnaise but at a lower price. And because people were starving, because it was the Great Depression, (laughs) they would eat literally anything. They were like, I love Miracle Whip on my diseased rat sandwich. <laughs> you know what goes with, goes good with this onion skin soup? A dollop of Miracle Whip. 
because I will literally eat anything in combination with anything else. Yeah, pretty much. Because the I am riding is... a train right now, and I did not pay for a ticket. <laughs> and I could be ejected at any time. <laughs> the the real oh, miracle of Miracle Whip is that 80 years after its invention, this country still exists. We I haven't like descended that was like... into some like civil war. Upton Sinclair was going to write a chapter in the jungle about Miracle Whip. He just never got around to it. Yeah. Well, his editors wouldn't let it through. It's like ninety percent. The Miracle Whip lobby was very strong. Yeah. Like Miracle Whip doesn't respect the rights of the workers. Sometimes they're like all hungry in the factories, and they put their finger in a can of Miracle Whip and taste it, it, and then commit suicide that night. Yeah. Exactly. Kraft paid Lady Gaga to include Miracle Whip in the music video for her song, Telephone. Come on, <laughs> Lady Gaga. What are you doing? Advertising Miracle Whip. That's Something shameless. that's just as fake as her. Yes, um, I went there. Inner tubes. And then, okay, so I got, I got two that are uh, pretty close in content. So, James Morrall and uh, Michael Morton ask... Michael Morton's got another twist on it. Some would call it a disgusting twist. Uh, <laughs> the original question is ketchup on macaroni and cheese, yes or no? No. I can think of almost no situations where you would do that. That would have can to I be amend, terrible can I actually, well, macaroni and I don't even know cheese. how to say it. I would like to amend my answer with a hell. Yeah. <laughs> if I could uh, strike my remark from the record and reiterate, hell no. Uh, but let's follow up with uh, our other buddy's Does question. Does somebody ask that, what is, is it, the next one about scrambled eggs and ketchup? No, 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 no. This is, it's, it's continuing on the macaroni and cheese and ketchup trend. Michael okay. Morton sends us a pictorial email that has a picture, and he says, would you eat this? It is mac and cheese with applesauce and ketchup on it. Oh, that's disgusting. Right? Oh, I hope you just Google image search that and that wasn't your dinner. <laughs> because if you did, what's wrong with you, dog? Why are you eating that? Oh, it looks so bad. Why did I open up the full thing? <laughs> this is, oh, it looks so gross. Well, nothing is going to look more like a festering wound that's like yeah, real deep really, with maggots like, in it than applesauce, ketchup. And macaroni and cheese. It's like pre-mixed, too, so you have the strata of ingredients. That's got to be like a gag meal that you serve at a zombie party or something. Maybe it's a meal that's meant to make you gag. It's like, oh, he's choking on his hamburger. Get the macaroni and cheese with ketchup (laughs) and applesauce. Oh, little Timmy drank some antifreeze. Yeah. (laughs) Better feed him the macaroni and cheese and applesauce and ketchup. We're out of syrup of Epicac. We don't have any. All we've got is this applesauce, this macaroni and cheese, and some ketchup. It'll have to do, by golly. I don't know. Are there any other quick ones? I can just... I mean, my buddy, Aster Nuggets, from the WoW Guild, who quit and uh, ruins our chances at killing the Lich King. So thanks, buddy. Oh, man. We were on the Lich King. We are fighting the last boss, and he's like, I got to go to summer school. And we're like, whatever, get an education. <laughs> <laughs> Except his voice is super deep, so he's like, hey, hey guys, I, I got to go to summer school. <laughs> but uh, I don't have time to play WoW. I just have time to play fucking Dragon Age Origins, see my name pop up in the fucking Steam window <laughs> six hours a night. 
I can't play Mystery WoW once a week. Oh. Anyway, he sends questions all the time. And this one is, honey bun, yes or no? Uh, yay. Yeah, I know. That's that's not really much of a question. Like, <laughs> Does it exist? Yes, I've yeah. seen them. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, I don't really want to get into some sort of like question about the existential existence of honey buns. <laughs> yes, the answer I, uh... is no. Because do, if if I'm around the honey buns, do they exist? <laughs> it depends on what Maybe form in their you're most asking. basic form. Uh, the honey bun. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of the honey bun, but I will yeah. eat one on occasion. It's not a go-to dessert, but there have been times where, like, I'm looking at a, a vending machine, and I see a honey bun in there, and I'm like, all right, it's honey bun time. Because otherwise, <laughs> yeah. i got to get, like, veggie chips. Ugh. Yeah, I never I never go out in search of a honey bun, but the mood definitely strikes me occasionally when I see one. Like, if we're doing a road trip, yeah. and, like, you stop yep. at the gas station, and you're thinking, okay, what can I eat for breakfast? Well, I've already got this terrible gas station orange juice, which is going to be awful. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't I uh, follow that up with a honey bun? Is it still a honey bun if it's got that like white frosting on the top, or is that a different? I, that's the only way I know of a honey bun. I don't even. Well, I, I don't feel... think any of the honey buns I've ever eaten have contained any honey. Yeah, <laughs> I well, assume that honey is the nickname of the woman in Mexico that makes who them. invented them. I don't know if you Google image search it, you will see a honey bun that does not have that frosting on the top. So I'm wondering what's the difference and where that came from. I'm pretty sure honey bun actually contains honey as opposed to sugar. So it's probably yeah. more honey and well, cinnamon as opposed to sugar and cinnamon. None of, none of these seem particularly like they were made at a high-class establishment. <laughs> Found somebody's Second Life character named Honey Bun. Ooh, friend Somebody's her. trying to sell a donkey named AKA Honey Bun. him. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know what m- one of my favorite things is? The bottom row of the vending machine. <laughs> Wait, no, not the bottom row. The second of bottom row. Because <laughs> the bottom row is just gum. <laughs> yeah. There were times when I was a kid and I wanted a snack so badly, but I only had like, I guess it was probably like 25 cents at the time. I'd be like, I got to get gum. <laughs> <laughs> That's not only a snack. I had 50 cents, I could get Hostess Cupcakes. But, like, the second-to-last row is always where the crazy ones are. It's like, you want two Pop-Tarts? It's the middle of the day, and you don't have a toaster <laughs> oven. <laughs> Look into your bag. Oh, portable battery-operated toaster yeah. oven. Oh, will never be worth more I to me made. than you are right now. I actually invented it for just that situation. They were like, you're crazy. You spend you spend all night in the basement. I never see you. I'm like, listen, woman. I've yeah, got important gonna... work to do. Oh, some company's going to steal it. Your Greg Kinnear's going to play you in the dramatization of your quest no. to be remunerated. Uh, they've got like a movie montage of me inventing the thing with like the MacGyver music playing. It's like, do, 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 do. All right, but now that we've wasted enough time on food questions, you want to talk about the PS de Resistance? Yes, let us. We better get on it because I have a Dragon Quest Nine date. What? With who? With a J, and and Grotz. <laughs> I was going to say a J, but I didn't want to say. Of course. First off, how many friends? Or how many people do I know in this city? 
Aaron and Noah. Aaron and Noah and Aaron don't play Noah video games. Oh man, are too busy playing real RPGs. Dog, we had a we had a barbecue a couple of weeks ago, and we started playing Street Fighter Two or Four, whatever the game is that came out. You know the one. Uh, <laughs> only separated by two decades. Uh, don't worry about it. <laughs> and me and Noah just started this echo chamber of imitating the uh the announcer from street fighter 2 <laughs> and i gotta say it's some of the most fun i've ever had in my entire life because <laughs> we just sit it. there and we'd be like india brazil japan <laughs> dramatic and then we like so another friend of ours from the wow guild uh was in town this week because there's like a hacker convention going on so we went to hang out with him what is it hope hackers on planet earth yeah something like it's the i guess that must be it it's the last hope or the next hope it's it's called the next hope the previous one was called last hope so we went to that and you know we went out and had dinner and then we're like now what we're gonna do and everybody's like i don't know and we were like we don't know how to have any activities that aren't drinking and I was like, why don't we just do karaoke then? Because we were like a block away from the really good karaoke place. So we went, and I just text messaged Aaron. I was like, if you guys aren't pussies, you'll come to karaoke. And they did. <laughs> and guess who they brought in tow? You might remember him as Aaron from the weekly anime review who we met up in Citicon. Wow, really? And he just happened to be going to the same hacker convention as our buddy from the WoW Guild. So the eight of us, his wife was also there. Uh, There's like a black hole of nerddom. Yeah, basically. A guy going to the hacker convention who also hosted the weekly anime review. Um, yeah, so we just sang songs. And I belted up some uh, Jukebox Hero. And our buddy nice. from the WoW Guild accompanied me. And Aaron's wife sang Baby Got Back, which is like, can't go to karaoke without singing Baby Got Back. I guess. I think I've been to many karaokes where people have not sung that. It's a standard. Yeah, she she handled it with aplomb, let us say. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, the reason I bring that up is because uh, I just started texting Aaron with, like, Japan, India. (laughs) And then Noah started texting me back, and then we just started doing nonsense. And, like, the new trick now, what's really weird about this is, like, Maybe there's something in the water because some gaming podcast I listen to is doing the exact same thing. So, <laughs> like, a couple days after the barbecue, I'm listening to this podcast, and they're just saying, like, Trump shut that shooken! Like, so I discovered well, the probably, You know what it is, Dave? Evo just well, ended. Oh, the yeah. The games yeah. are in the air. I guess that's true. Um, so... Shit. I lost my train of thought. Yeah, so I discovered from them that the new trick dude, is Dude, that was just, a train? That feels yeah, like dude, more like a sort of... Don't worry about it. ...an airdrop over it's France. <laughs> with many separate pockets of resistance. Listen, <laughs> the, uh, the new trick is to say the fighting moves and make them as far as possible from what the actual fighting moves sound like. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you... Kind of do like they took our jobs, except with the fighting yeah, games. Yeah, exactly, are exactly like Turkajerv. <laughs> <laughs> so Noah's over there going like Hatu Kit. 
Ha 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 ha! But anyway, sounds delightful. Twenty fucking minutes later, let's talk about some Mad Bull. Oh snap! You know what's crazy? I watched half of this episode before and you I only just gave realized up. that when I was watching it. Because the last time we talked about Mad Bull, yeah, I think we like I was halfway and through, and you said, "Dude, I only watched the first episode," and I was like, "Thank God!" And I turned it <laughs> off. Close. Actually, you just control alt deleted. You're like, nah, don't risk it. Just shut Format. the whole thing down. Just gonna boot off a CD. Just run some to magnets make, over your computer. Bam. Yeah. Just throw it into a degaussing ring tunnel. It just rolls down the stairs, gets to the bottom. All the electrons have been rearranged in the kitty porn, falls right into an FBI agent's lap. I was I'm kind screwed. of feeling that. Uh when I was watching this and like you know, People would be saying things as they are wont to do in shows. Grotz would like be constantly looking over my shoulder, like when uh, <laughs> you got main character on possibly in like one of those old timey curtains like that they put on cameras. Booths. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. When Sleepy Estevez uh, solves a crime while having sex with a hooker, that was an interesting uh, little, little thing that happened. He's like banging her, <laughs> oh, and he's like. Man. How? How? What? What's happening here? What's going on? Let's put the facts together. Maybe that's the secret to his longevity. Sex you know? with hookers. Distract yourself. I don't know. Or maybe he's just sort of really confused when, about like, the placement of that lamp. It's so like that it, lamp is always right there. I don't yeah, understand. Because they can't show the penis. It's been over many times. Often cited as the reason for Japanese insanity, because they can't look at vaginas. <laughs> I like to call that the, the Daryl yeah, Surratt greater the theorem of uh, What's... Japanese people being crazy because they can't look at vaginas. It, it yes. needs a little polishing, but most of the work went into the science, not the title. <laughs> I've read many a study. Actually, I've read no studies, but I understand. Yeah, they well, all it was really in JAMA, titles. but it was like in the back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, in this one, uh, Dizaburo and Sleepy, a.k.a. Violence Cop. Wait, Violent Co- Violence Cop is a Beat Takeshi movie. I know. but he, This is, like, even he, worse. He is a violent cop. That is true. That's true. So, they meet up the with this detective from times. Queens named yeah. Perrin. She's a tough, tough from the other side of the block. From the Queens. The other side of Perrin Valley is her name. She's from well, I love it how Dizaburo runs into her because he's chasing down a uh, guy who's pushing drugs in the neighborhood. So, of course, Sleepy, you know, chases him through New York and does immeasurable amounts of property damage. Yeah. Well, this is what we do in these situations. And then You're pushing the drug drugs in my neighborhood? Decides... I'm going to kill a pedestrian. <laughs> For every drug you sell, I will kill one pedestrian. Go ahead. I don't care. I ain't got no feelings. Wait till you see it. <laughs> You're going to be crying like a baby. <laughs> you can't tell me what to do. Oh, my. That person exploded. I hit him doing 150. <laughs> Man, I was reading the Wikipedia about this. Apparently, at some point during this show, shotguns get strapped to cats. Frankly, given this show, I'm surprised that hasn't happened already. Yeah. I'm surprised there's not a shotgun like one of the guys is holding Dizaburo hostage with like a shotgun with a cat stuffed into it. 
He's cat like, shotgun. Yeah. It's like, going to really hurt. You're going to blow that, that cat up. It's going to piss that cat the fuck off. And then he's going to yeah. scratch your face. The cat shotgun's not going to kill you. But you're going to wish it had. <laughs> Scratching. That's what they do. <laughs> no, the cat scratch fever. They got bacteria under their claws. My face is going to get all puffy. Who gets cat scratch fever anymore? Take a bath. I think I never, Gerald. Are you going to get a Jarrett, fever dude. from that? Who did? Jarrett. Well, that but makes sense. He was from China. They don't, they don't have baths. <laughs> How do you even get... He's like, like I'm going to go take a swim in the Yangtze River, fellas. Everybody everybody knows that the Yangtze River is actually a river of cats. That's how he got it. <laughs> yeah. He comes out. Ah, oh, good refreshing bath. They just flay the top There's three cat, layers like, of skin off. off. <laughs> Time to towel off. Mmm. <laughs> Invigorating. I feel that's, good. That's what I call it. We only take baths once every three years. <laughs> Otherwise, this could get pretty rough. Yeah, but so anyway, anyway the drug Valley. dealer. The drug dealer is getting chased, right? And he decides that uh since you know he's already gonna go down for the dealing of drugs, he can't escape, he'll just add uh, you know, assault and uh rape to his rap sheet. Well, but he doesn't yet. Well, it's kidnapping at first. Because he grabs the little kid. And then Dysabro's like, I let go of that kid. And he puts his gun down, which is like, don't put your gun down. Dude, that's uh, the thing that I always say. Like, that's like the first thing they tell you if you're a cop. You never put your gun down ever. Because then you don't got no gun. And, the and other you can just shoot both does. you and the kid. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, Dysabro totally punks out. And then Perrine shows up and she's like, Hey, take me instead. And so the guy's like, "Sure, I will." And Freen, uh, <laughs> I guess, lulls him into a false sense of security by, by letting, letting him, him fondle her, yeah, in all of her, her lady breasts. areas. <laughs> and then she just like magically headbutts him and beats the crap out of him. I'm like, why yeah. wasn't that like step one? Just do that. Yeah, why even let him touch you? She's like, as soon as he reaches out to grab you and has let the kid go, just beat the crap out of him. I think what we we learn from watching Mad Bull 34, it's really more sort of like a commentary on the socialization of women <laughs> and, uh, you know, how they're not supposed to complain and just take these things stoically because uh, apparently even your co-detectives are not exempt from sexual molestation <laughs> on a stakeout. And it's like... I could turn the heater on, but the engine noise might give us away. Yeah. He's I'm like, a listen, silent we gotta, lover, however. We got to make out, otherwise related, they're not going to believe it's true. that we're a couple making out in this abandoned warehouse known for drug deals. It's a steely kind of passion. Cold and smoldering. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's what happens. There's a guy who's obviously a crooked cop, and they got to go on a stakeout, and he's like... Uh, you guys, Sleepy and Dizaboro, who's inexplicably referred to as Eddie, which I still have not gotten together. I feel like <laughs> may have some sort of reference to Eddie Van Halen, perhaps. Oh, I hope so. They really liked Ain't Talking About Love, because our love is rotten to the cure, the core, <laughs> to the core, Robert Smith. Um, 
So they got to sit up on the water tower and be bored while he uh, molests his coworker. What's like the worst place for a state? Like, why do they even have to be on the water? Why do they agree to that? Yeah. It's like, uh, you two go up there with your pistols and uh, this one pair of binoculars. You You cover us. And you cover us. Don't worry about it. Because Sleepy's got his grenade jock strap. Uh, yeah, I love. It's like I thought today might go wrong, so I just wore this grenade jock strap. It's like, how did you sit down? Yeah, there's like twenty like grenades clustered grenades. around his nuts. Also, Sleepy, why did you tie the pins to your pubic hairs? Yeah, maybe you could have used an actual jock strap and a little, you know, bit of sewing. Yeah, that might have helped you out. Sleepy's a masochist. <laughs> Sleepy likes it when you do that. Also likes getting Just, shot in the ass eight hundred times and not dying. He's like and not barely even needing a like. He's got a cast on him for like one scene. <laughs> he's tough. Considering he's just, uh, mean, the the like plot, the the idea that the plot revolves around for much of this episode is the fact that Diazaboro gets beaten to within an inch of his life. And he makes it out okay. Wait, I thought that the whole plot was that Sleepy cannot be blown up. Well, yeah, that's also true. I mean, I guess that was kind of funny. Like, it's a weird thing about, like, there's some there's some ideas in these shows that, like, you're like, all right, Kazuo Koke, you're a pretty weird guy. You made Lone Wolf and Cub. That was pretty good. <laughs> um, but I'm not so much down with, like, some of the shit that happens in these shows is pretty bad. The, the like the violence and the rape. Well, this one is especially bad. Like, I mean, there are those moments in Lone Wolf and Cub, but I mean, Mad Bull makes a point of it. Like, that's not just a like moment. That's a theme. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it turns out that the cop is crooked. Who knew? And like the, everyone, the wheelchair Latino cyborg gangster uh, wants revenge on Perrine because she was the one who ended up blowing him up. So he had to become a wheelchair Latino cyborg, gangster. which again doesn't look that bad. <laughs> yeah, he's got because like red cyborg eye. I mean, I guess you might be angry because you look different, but now you're like super strong. You may uh, never shit. die. I mean, I don't even know how much of his body is organic. Yeah, oh, I know one part that is. Robot Pinor. I, I mean, I know this has come up many times, but if I was like, if half my face was missing and my legs and I was like lost a hand, I was like, Doc, don't save my penis. Just give me a new one. <laughs> Hydraulic dick telescoping. Hydraulic penis. <laughs> oh, man. That would be terrifying. Yeah. For the other guy. <laughs> Wait, why? What do you, and also, huh? I could use it like a pole from Goku Midnight Eye. <laughs> I was like, all right, it's time to go fight some crime. Go, Extendo Dick. Yeah, but then and if I you used it on anybody, because like, Goku used that to like shoot it through people. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah, yeah, that'd be... Well, you know, Joel, it's the 21st century now, and I think it's about time we really looked into what some My of our sexual dong mores... My robo is uh, immune to VD. That's one of the yeah, other I benefits. Yeah, just shoot it right through somebody's stomach, 
and he's like, he's dying, giant hole in his chest. Listen, just tell me something before I die. And I'm like, what is it? What do you need? And he's like, am I gay now? <laughs> I'm like, yes. Yes, you are gay. I just made you gay. <laughs> and that's how all my enemies die. Yeah, that would be a, a pretty humiliating way to go. Especially if you didn't even like let people know that it was going to happen and they didn't. Like, it's like everybody Killed was aware of dick. David Riley's terrible power. You're just like, about to fight to some guy that. like puts up his dukes and you're like, Foom. It's like Pro- oh, <laughs> yeah, oh where, where's the other end of this pole? Oh, oh my God. I just glance I, it off his forehead. Pow. <laughs> Retracts immediately. What the hell was that? <laughs> you better watch out. Watch my hands. Watch my hands. <laughs> These are the thunder. Here comes the lightning. (laughs) I'm willing to believe that less than a hundred people in the history of civilization have been killed by a penis. I could probably beat that in a week. Listen, so Sleepy, when he's banging the prostitute, he puts it together. It's like, who would want to kidnap Perrine? Except the guy that's been saying he's gonna get revenge on per- that makes no. Oh, I told you, I just put it together, and the chick's like, "Sleepy, you're even less uh, considerate of my sexual needs than usual. What's going on?" <laughs> oh man! And then she gets mad at him and starts hitting him with stuff, and it's hilarious. Yeah, Not of course, really, but it's yeah, supposed that's to what be. happens. He's got to go visit Nickel the mechanic. Looking like Jack Nicholas, but he's got no teeth. Is that even? Is that what that guy's name is? I don't even know. Nickel, I feel like that yeah, guy just shows up. Yeah, he's like I smell coffee and piss, and the guy's like, "Hey, that's me." I guess. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. I don't even smell like those two things. Well, you know, you drink a lot of coffee, then you gotta pee, pee all over yourself. Cause you, well, yeah, but oh, I feel like you're not paying attention. I've ever... You pee on your pants, and you're like, "Ah, oh, I peed on my pants," and then, and then you you get so freaked out by that that your hand with the coffee just shakes around. And you spill coffee all over yourself. You got a coffee and piss combination, and you know the the scalding of the coffee burns you, uh, or makes you it makes you want to pee more because you get all freaked out like a cat. What the Dave? Shit? I can't hear anything. Oh man! You, I think your headset's going down or something. That's what's because the call's not breaking up. That makes no sense to me. Whatever, I'll just turn it off. Hold on. Uh, all right, we are El Manuel. All right, let's finish this up. We so got- yeah, I don't even. Any time I've ever smelled any somebody who reeked of piss, I was never able to identify a yeah, single other thing that they smelled like. Discern like, the coffee. It's like, well, the yeah, piss like, is certainly isn't... the overriding aroma. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's, I'm going to figure out what kind of cask this guy sleeps in. Like it doesn't. It's like, oh, this hobo reeks of urine and cherry wood. Very good, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're uh, you're well on your way to becoming a hobo sommelier. <laughs> they just throw him into an enormous brandy glass, and then yeah. like four guys roll him around. <laughs> this is a 1987 vintage hobo. It's a little fresh, but I think you'll find that the uh, the bouquet is very pleasing. Why did we stop smelling wine again? Because this <laughs> yeah. is an even more offensive way to demonstrate how much <laughs> well, money we have. <laughs> we don't even drink the hobos. We just throw them out afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, but yeah. So, yeah, then... 
I guess this guy imports all his cans of coffee from Japan because we didn't really have cans of coffee back then. <laughs> we kind of barely do right now. <laughs> we don't have boss coffee or vending machines that warm it up for you. No, we had nothing of the sort. Have you drank a hot coffee from a can, from a vending machine? I've never attempted such a thing. I just wonder, like, that can must be scalding. How do you hold yeah, it? I don't, know how, I don't know how hot it gets. I was always intrigued by Boss Coffee, though, because it had the awesomest logo. There'd be, yeah. like, one, because the boss always looks the same. He's got this stern but kind of friendly look, and he's got a pipe and yeah. a mustache. It's, it's kind of big brothery, but a lot more welcoming. And it's it's monochromatic, so it's like you know the boss in brown and white. And there's like one where he's like laying back with his sleeves rolled up on a hill, staring at a cloud, <laughs> or like other poses. I would have gladly had some boss coffee, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, he must be importing them from somewhere else though, because they're also packed with plastic explosive. Yeah, well, the you know it doesn't take a lot of plastic explosives to blow something up. I guess, especially uh, considering that it doesn't blow him up. So. Yeah. Well, it's like the first one he tries, too. He's like, some of these kids have explosives in them. It's like, all right, I'll play your game. Picks up the first one. You are the most unlucky person in the world. Well, I like mean, only five of these cans had explosives chance. on them. It's like, why even play that game? How about you just beat the shit out of that guy? It's like, wait, I'm I just not remember tell you anything, copper. Why we'll are you even here? Bad nickels. We'll see about that when I bust out the rest of your teeth and your decaying face. He's like, piss in urine, Mad Bull. You'll never catch me. <laughs> it's like, maybe we wouldn't talk about how bad you smell if you didn't keep saying piss in urine all the time. <laughs> Coffee and, and piss. And if you didn't actually smell like those things. Yeah, piss dude, and just, urine. <laughs> dude, just just take a shower. Nichols, it's okay. Yeah, Just take a shower. It's not a bad then, idea. You no, could do I'm it. a criminal. I'm criminal. He's not. A, is he even really a criminal? I don't, he doesn't well, beat anybody up or rape anybody in the whole shows. Yeah, that's true. If you don't rape anybody, how can you really be defined as a criminal in the Mad Bull universe? That's like what <laughs> happens like when they bring Nichols to trial. It's like this man blew up a series of sixty people over the course of four years, and like. The jury's, like, just sitting there, like, I don't know. It's, like, the defendant's, like, Mr. Nichols, have you ever been accused or convicted of rape? And he's, like, no, sir, I haven't. And the jury's, like, I guess I, I guess we got to let him go. And the judge is just, like, reading the verdict. He's, like, what's going What? What universe do I live in? And then Mad Bull just kicks down the door. Every time a murderer gets loose, I'm going to kill ten innocent people. <laughs> and then the jury's, like, oh, Finest cop on the force. The system works. <laughs> <laughs> well, so anyway, the, the show kind of, well, I guess it sort of culminates, but it it comes to a climax, not the emotional one, certainly. Um, <laughs> there's also no real sexual climax. I mean, this is thankfully one of the shorter rapes in the Mad Bull universe. <laughs> but like, so Perrine and Dizaburo get kidnapped in separate incidents. Incidents. Uh, Dizaburo because of his own incompetence, and Perrine because I guess she's a woman, so she couldn't yeah, defend girls, herself. Yeah, girls. Vaginas very hard to concentrate. <laughs> When you have, you know how you get when there's a vagina around. 
Just imagine if it was always around and attached to your body. You'd have no idea what to do. <laughs> so, yeah, they both get kidnapped and taken back to this boardroom. And uh, the guy's thugs come out. Who are like a South American militia. Yeah, they're like, they're dressed the same. It's like, yeah, they're how all hard wearing would it be like to identify uniforms. You guys keep, you must never travel outside. It's like you're wearing army fatigues. <laughs> they got Nichols, the mechanic, to do their dirt, dirty work. They're like, Nichols, we are the only people more conspicuous than you. You got to take the job. <laughs> He's like, coffee and like, piss. I'm guys. on it, guys. Smell is like, a Dude, sense that's much more tied okay. to memory. I feel like people will remember having seen me, given that, you know, I so reeked of urine free. and, uh, that's and what we coffee. Know. But Diazabro stops the rape by mooning people. And then they're going to shoot him, and he's like, what are you, a pussy? Let's fight man on man. Dysboro's got a great plan. He's going to whip out a fire extinguisher and spray them, and then they're going to be mildly uncomfortable. Well, what's really crazy is, like, they're already, like, he comes up with that plan after Perrine is already getting raped. Like, it's too late at that point, I feel like. Am I remembering this out of order? Yeah, no, that's how it happens. Maybe it was just that that plan was so totally ineffective that it might as well have happened in that order. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, it, it, it accomplishes part of his goal, which was to stop them from raping her. So good on you Maybe. for that. But then they just proceed to rape him and like well, beat down with sense. their fists. Yeah. On his face. <laughs> um, until Mad Bull, who we had previously thought had been blown up. Shows up having taken all the cans of coffee with co- with plastic explosives in them, and, and mounts a raid. Yeah. yeah, were there? I mean, I guess I wasn't looking too hard, but were there ones that were just plain coffee, and he would like throw yeah. them, and a guy he would just like get just coffee on them? them. <laughs> yeah, I feel like maybe that happened. I don't know, but they that'd don't be funny. Like the coffee spills on him, he's like, "Oh man, I got coffee on me," and the next one just blows him up, and he's like, "Well, at least I don't have coffee on me anymore." <laughs> Seeing as how I lack that patch of flesh, which would have yeah. <laughs> received the coffee. And then but they yeah, save so- everybody, and they decapitate the mob boss with a table. <laughs> yeah, what was sense. the table rating on his cybernetic parts? <laughs> yeah, dude, like very low. important, you know. Very. <laughs> during testing, they could have spent a little more time figuring that out. He's looking at it, he's like, all right, infrared vision, five stars, uh, telepathic stuff there's five stars you got uh photographic recalls five stars how about table choking? resistance okay, choking is like 10 stars he's really table good at resistance people. one star when am i ever going to really be around a table <laughs> you know what i'm going to risk it because it seems like it's not really going to come up i just yeah. don't see it happening doesn't make no because nobody like what are what are they gonna throw a table at me and it's like yes you didn't see that season of 24 where that's where he did or maybe they the people who made 24 watched mad bull 34 and they were like what you can you can throw a table at somebody my mind is blown okay well let's just rewrite the rest of the season have it focused around the fact that Jack's going to throw a table at a dude, and then he's going to have a heart attack and die. <laughs> Except instead of a heart attack, let's make him get decapitated, and he's a cyborg. It's like, dude, I know 24 is a little fanciful, but we can't be putting cyborgs in there. 
<laughs> no, I think it could work. Why not? Work? Mad Bill 34 did it. There we're are also limits not allowed cast. to curse. This show sucks. As long as we're not as bad as Mad Bill 34, we are still not the worst show that has ever been produced. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The problem with Mad Bull is it takes that whole manly energy and totally perverts it into something that you can't really get behind anymore. Yeah. You know, it's not like know. Kamina or the guys from Get a Robo. Well, it's not even the it's, fact that they're killing. Because, I mean, you know what? That's, you know, that's just sort of part of the medium. It's the fact that, like, it also includes, like, total and absolute objectification of women. Like, they don't yeah. even play real roles. Like, Perrine is not a real character. As yeah. evidenced by the fact that in order to bring Dysboro back to life, Sonny convinces her to marry him in the hospital. Yeah, because he's like... Yo, he's got to get married before he dies. I just saw this show called Crimson Wolf. And in that, that dude was going to die and she had sex with him. He's like, I'm not saying you have to have sex with him while I watch, but it might help. <laughs> hey, I'm sleepy. The episode just ends on a freeze frame as she well straddles have. his unconscious body. Well, I love how, like, like, yeah, he does come back to life once they're married. Yeah, but then the he sexual does the healing thing. worked. Yeah, and then wake he's up, like, wake up, wake up. "I got to give you an annulment because, like, that's the other thing. It's like you know, he falls in love with her with no real input from the woman. Uh, yeah, and then just sort of decided that like this is okay. He's like, you know what, Perrine, take the ring back because I'm gonna give it to you." After I've earned it. And she's like, I've never expressed any interest in you, nor would I ever. You're a four-foot-tall well, no, Japanese point, man. I think, <laughs> I think at that point, she's, she's sort of, she's into it. Well, she's you more know, enough. Sexier that, than that's just like survivor guilt. <laughs> Maybe yeah, more than half to death, like 75% to death. Well, they said he had contusions on 90% of his body. Like, <laughs> I guess a contusion is sort of like a like a variable thing like you can have a different severities of contusions but i think if 90%? you get it on no- how do you even get on that what are they punching his feet it's yeah like, oh, this is gonna be terrible <laughs> they pick him up yeah by one of his feet and just start punching the bottom of it yeah take <laughs> yeah, that on your of foot his body that's not bruised oh man tomorrow you're gonna be sore you're just gonna oh, want to stay in bed all day <laughs> oh god they were like even the taint not even the yes. taint was spared. They bruised the inside of his asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I love it also how Perrine doesn't receive any medical attention in all of this. She doesn't need it. She's fine. <laughs> They're like soldier on woman. I'm telling you, this is it's it's all metaphor for how women have been socialized in this country. Just chin up, just take it on the chin. Everything will be all right. That's not okay. See, it's not okay. That's what Kazuo Koke is trying to tell us from beyond the grave. He's like, yo, guys, you got to respect women. Otherwise, Mad Bull 34 will happen. It's, like, <laughs> it's a warning. Sort of like a, like a prophecy almost. <laughs> That's why, see, they cut it out. But in the Japanese version, at the end of every episode, there's like a the scripture that plays. It's like, if thou do not want this to come to pass... You better chillax with this shit, Japan. <laughs> Start letting women get jobs. And stop calling them old maids if they're 25 and they're not married. That's okay. 
It's like, oh, Kazuo Koke, you're so wise. But then, like, the editors cut that out. He's, like, dead now, maybe. I guess he's probably not. But, uh... <laughs> he's, like, beyond the grave. He's like, you guys, you cut out the most important part. <laughs> like, Mad Bull sits everybody down, teaches us a lesson about why we really need to respect women. He's like, see how horrible my life is? See how horrible <laughs> this city is? <laughs> If the guys yeah. who made this came to New York in the 1980s, who could blame them? That's pretty much what was happening anyway. <laughs> I have seen, like, brief video snippets of what the subway used to be like. Good lord. Yeah. Pretty bad. Pretty lo- like even, even on, like, early, like, first season Law & Order, they're like, you don't ride the subway? The what? No. <laughs> <laughs> Are you crazy? Get in the taxi. Don't you... Be- you want to save... $10? You better save your life from getting <laughs> murdered on the subway. I don't go to the subway without at least six other people who know karate. <laughs> and they're armed with guns that shoot yeah. other people that know karate. <laughs> yeah, just in case, because sometimes the gangsters also know karate. Just like in Beat It, starring Michael Jackson. I guess that was Yeah, that's bad. a rough neighborhood. It's like, not only do we have thugs, they're all black belts. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Look at them hanging out on the corner, breaking boards. They're, they're tying each other's arms together and slashing at each other with knives. I think Wesley Snipes is in there somewhere. Amen <laughs> <laughs> <Amen> Ra. <laughs> All right, you want to shut this down? Yeah, let's do it. Man, Mad Bull, the, the worst part is that there's two more episodes left that'll happen at some point. Oh, and, no. Uh, See, the thing about this is I had already watched the second episode, so I was inured to this second vi- uh, viewing. I was like, I can <laughs> yeah, deal what with this, whatever. Away. I mean, who what knows? Horse. It can't get, can't get better. You know they dug it too deep can't. too fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what they awoke Too the greedily. Dark. You know what they woke there. <laughs> oh, dude, speaking of which, let me, let me sneak this in before, uh, before we end. There is this roguelike game called Desktop Dungeons. And okay. it is super fun. So it's is like, it like tradition- Lost Labby fun? Yes. Well, okay, but it's, it's tricky because what it is is everything takes place on one screen. You're just playing one level and it's randomly generated and your objective is to beat the boss. And when you do, you'll unlock things like new classes or new maps to play on. Um, but it's really kind of, you know, all roguelikes have a strategy component but this is really very strategic in the way the the primary way you get healed is by uncovering uh unrevealed map spaces so you have to be very cautious with your with how you explore because you want to be you want to find monsters that you can kill easily and like in quick succession so that you don't waste unrevealed map spaces and and not get healed and then oh, not have enough healing. It's, it's pretty fun and you know, it's free. So whatever, anybody can get it. It's, it's a roguelike that's meant to be played in like less than 10 minutes, which, you know, sometimes that's what happens with roguelikes anyway, I guess. Yeah. And you're like, I'm <laughs> going to be a wizard and use swords. <laughs> you're dead. That was the first goblin killed you. <laughs> <laughs> that was every game of lost labby for me. It's like, I'm doing so good. Oh, spikes in the floor. (laughs) Yeah, so this one's really good. Like, 
The only problem I have with it is the warrior gets this super OP power where uh, he can sense where enemies of his level or below are on the map. So that makes it really easy to plan your route because you always know when you're moving towards something you can conceivably kill. None of the other classes have that ability, so I have no idea how to play them. So you started off in baby mode and now you're stuck in diapers? I see how it is. Yeah, basically. I started on easy. And now I just don't know what to do. It was the first class. I was like, all right, I'll be a warrior. It's already highlighted. All right, we got to end this podcast so I can play this freaking game. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's already after 10. We got to go. We got to go play Dragon Quest. All right. All right. Clap. Clap. One, two, three. Uh, Terrible clap, but it'll be good enough, I guess. (laughs) As far as claps go. Yeah. I'm going to give that a sarcastic slow clap. Give it a C-. C-. Minus. All right. I will upload this. All right, dude. Later. Later. I guess his, his, I think I hung up on you with my face. Hello. So yeah. Oh, he did it again. I hung up on him again with my face. That fat face. Immediately after I took that call. (laughs) Ah, oh, we were so cool. We were at the climax. Y'all call back. You can do it. Hello. I hang up with you, you with my face like twice what? in a Were row. Were you like trying to get the motion down or something? Yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm working on it. It's part Skills. of my act.